say, Matt, uh, are, are you, like a lot of people, are you getting all concerned about the uh, AI, the artificial intelligence? The AI, the artificial intelligence, you know, that is not something that's keeping me up at night, but Maybe I guess it, for some people it is. I, well, it is because, you know, the thought is, is the way the computers are advancing, it, it, they're going to actually take control. They're just going to become, uh, uh, what's the word for sentient? Sentient is the word I was looking for. And they'll just, all of a sudden, they'll be running everything. Oh, like the Terminator movie? They'll be enslaved I, I, to the robots? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and it's scaring me because I'm seeing it. I, I'm seeing this artificial intelligence Already. at a level that I would not believe. I downloaded an app, and you're not going to believe this, seriously, but it's true. I'll, I'll demonstrate it to you right here on air. Uh, uh, it's called Not Hot Dog. Not That's, Hot Dog. Yeah. So this is an app on your cell phone. This is a real, honest, I'm not making this up. It's not It's not, not a hot dog. The, the grammar is not what it, it's you know. It's not hot dog. We need to have, your wife needs to talk to these it's, app it's, people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just not hot. Because if it's not not a hot dog, then it is a hot dog. Well, uh, yeah. See, and then you got the whole double. Well, let me just okay. get to All the right. point. All right. This app, I, I don't. I, I still don't know how they can do this. I can take a picture of literally anything, and it will tell me whether it's a hot dog or not. <laughs> literally, no, no, no. You're incredible. laughing. But, incredible. Incredible. Uh, well, here, hold up your Bible. Hold okay, up your here's, Bible. Here's my Bible. Okay, for our listeners right now, tell them what I'm doing okay, right so now. Okay, so I've opened up my Lutheran. It's, a, it's my wife's Lutheran study Bible with a yeah, pink it's cover. Pink. What is that? And we're going to take a picture, uh, and we will be told. Okay, here you whether go. Whether this is a hot dog or not. What's it say? What's it, it say? It says, <gasps> incredible. It says, not hot dog. Now, now, I understand. Probably, My Bible is not a hot dog. Well, My see, wife's Bible is not a hot dog. <laughs> that's right. But, of course, obviously, it's not a hot dog. It doesn't look anything like a hot dog. No, it doesn't. It's a book. It's a Bible. So let's let's give it a little more challenge here. This is going to impress you. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Microphone. We're going to do the, the microphone. Because oh, it does it have could, kind could of a... a doesn't yeah, it? it's it's kind of a cylinder. Yeah, go ahead. Like Get a jumbo. Shot. Could be a jumbo hot a dog. Big metallic hot dog. A big metallic hot dog. Okay, well, maybe that's what it'll say. Big metallic hot dog. Here we go. Here's the... Oh, look at it say. Not hot dog. <laughs> Whoa. Holy cow. Incredible. All right, all right one more. One more. Right, let, me, let me take a picture <laughs> of you. take a picture of me. Let me take a picture of you and see what it says. <laughs> this is amazing. This is incredible. Whoa, it says... Hot dog! Wait a second. Let <laughs> me see is, that. This is really smart. That's unbelievable. Let me see that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> things up. We're on a mission from God. And now something completely different. I don't know if I, I would call that necessarily artificial intelligence. I'm not quite sure it what I would call that. It called it. It called it, There wasn't Matt. too much intelligence about that. I no. think you're wasting room in your cell phone, if you ask me. <laughs> all right, How did all right. it know? How did hot it know dog. you were a hot dog? Oh, boy. Incredible. <laughs> this is. Well, you need to start now. Oh, boy. I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark. Matt Hot Dog. Pastor, Pastor Matt Hot Dog Clark from Essential Lutheran church on the beautiful children lined streets of south st louis children you've got the kids lined up kids lined up (laughs) i say that because i'm going to do a a shameless plug for our vacation bible school this week 
uh, beginning this week, Monday morning, uh, 9 o'clock at Ascension Lutheran Church. Free of charge, 9 to noon. Bring the kitties. Uh, we'd love to have them line the streets with the rest of the VBS children. So, so it starts at 9, is that what yes. you said, in the morning? Yes. Okay, How Monday through Friday? Yeah, Monday through Friday, oh, cool. 9 to noon. Cool. And uh, we'd love to have you. All are welcome. Get free of charge. It's a great time. Will you be serving hot dogs? <laughs> we, we just might. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, 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 all right, Matt, this week it Wait, is. Did you, did you I'm, I did it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think we all know. I'm John, also now. a hot dog, Lukomsky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the irony is so we were having fun with my kids doing this, and it is it's just incredible because if you would take a picture of a hot dog, yes. it says hot dog. I don't know how it, it really does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I didn't know whether it did or not. Yeah, okay. Because you're thinking it's just well, a joke. Okay. Everything's yeah, going to be yeah. not a hot dog. But then when the kids took a picture of me, it literally did say hot, hot dog. dog. Uh, so I'm not sure if it was my nose or dog. what it was. Um, but yeah, John Lukomsky from St. Paul's in uh, New Athens, Illinois, Trinity in Darmstadt, Illinois. And tomorrow is what special Sunday? It's the last special Sunday we have for a long for time. a long, long time. You know, it's a Sunday that's probably overlooked a lot, but it is Trinity Sunday, Holy Trinity Sunday. And, and it is the only Sunday in the church year that is actually based upon a churchly doctrine. Right. Every other special Sunday we have has something to do about Jesus. Yeah, and about, that's a good point. More of an event a, in Scripture, the, the yeah. birth, the resurrection, Pentecost, like we just said. That's a good point. But this is a teaching. This yes. is a teaching. And, and by the way, for all of our Jehovah's Witness friends that are listening, because we know the Jehovah's Witness love us. We know the word Trinity isn't in the Bible, so you don't need to make that point to us. Yes. We understand it was something that men made up, but it does describe something that is in the Bible. Isn't that interesting? And yet, yeah. it, this is, from what I understand, the most popular name for an LCMS Lutheran church. Is You're Trinity kidding me. Lutheran church, yes. That is on the LCMS website, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. And you serve one of the churches at Trinity Lutheran? Uh, that's one of my churches, is that? That's right. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> So, holy cow. But I, I think there's a point well made. Yeah, that word is not in the Bible. And that's not the only word that we use, the only churchy word we use yeah, that's not in the yeah. Bible. The word sacrament, really not in the Bible, it's not the way we use it necessarily. That, that's true. And that's okay. It that's is, okay. because we, we we put meaning into those things, and, 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 and therefore, yeah. So we may not see the word Trinity, but we certainly see the work of of the Trinity. Well, now, Mr. Smarty uh, Pants. Uh-oh. Hot dog. <laughs> Mr. Hot dog. Can you <laughs> prove that to me? Can you show me a Bible passage where it teaches that God is a Trinity? I'm glad three you in one? asked. Uh, yeah, strangely enough, no, not strange, <laughs> but it's no coincidence that uh, for that Trinity Sunday, the, the assigned Bible readings that we read and what we call the lectionary, they focus on that. They focus on who God is. They focus on the Trinity. Yeah. Um, so one of those scripture readings is the gospel reading that we'll be reading at Ascension um, from the gospel of Matthew, Matthew's gospel, chapter 28. Would, would you like me to read that? Sure, I'd love for you to. So these are the, the closing verses of the Gospel of Matthew. This is after the resurrection. This is after Jesus. It's it's before the ascension into heaven. And this is what's so commonly called the Great Commission. Uh, Jesus sort of parting words to his disciples there in uh, Galilee. So if you'd like to read that, Matthew 28, begin with verse about 16. Okay. Now the 11 disciples. Wait, I thought there were 12 disciples. There were. But then remember what happened to... Judas. Oh, yeah. yeah. He went out and hung himself, and, uh, hung himself and got 
came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, let's not go into that. Sorry, kids. If you're eating <laughs> breakfast right now, sorry we brought that up. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Don't you love that passage? Yeah. I just love that passage. Even still, some are doubting. After all that, even after the resurrection itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. So people, honestly, if you're having some wrestling things and stuff, well, this is wrestling with the basics after all. If there's things that are causing you doubt or questions, don't sweat it. Apparently, disciples do that. Even after they've seen, like you said, Jesus risen from the yeah. grave. And, and maybe not unbelief here, right? Yeah. You know, but but yet just, yeah, doubts and questions and wondering and kind of scratching their heads still. What is going on here? Yeah. No, but thank you, because that's a good distinction. It's not that they rejected this. Yes. They just, so. they were still having trouble understanding yeah. it. Yeah. We all do. Um, oh, and Jesus came and said to them, here it is. These are the words of Jesus. They're in red in my Bible. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. All right. Thank you. So making disciples of all nations, baptizing them. And then we have this formula given. How do you baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit? And then accompanying that baptizing, of course, is that teaching, teaching all that I've commanded you. But I think that's interesting. Still today, you know, 2,000 years later, that's the same words we use when we baptize. Yeah, we yeah. don't monkey around with the words. No, it's, it's baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and that water connected to that word, to that name. You I, know, I, I'm sorry, what you sure. just said there, I think that should become a theme for our church body. We don't monkey around with a word. We don't monkey around. I, I like that. I want to be a part of a church that doesn't monkey, monkey around. around with the word. That's good. I, I like that. Yes. yes. <laughs> Very exciting. So what I think is interesting here, too, is baptize in, in how many names? Just oh, one name. Cool. Right? Yeah, I hadn't even yeah. thought of that. So so baptize in the, the names of the Father, no. Son, and Holy Spirit. But singular here in yeah. the New Testament Baptized in the name, God's name, but that name has three parts, three persons, we could say. Yeah. The name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's the name we baptize into, the name of the Trinity. I really like that thought, though, Matt. Honestly, I mean, I've been doing this for almost 39 years, and I never really oh, thought about oh, that. Good. Yeah, well, yeah, because, of course, this is the doctrine of the Trinity. we got one God. That's what it yes. said in the Old one Testament. Name, one we're, God. We're not, to our Muslim friends, because, you know, the Muslims love us, too. <laughs> they, they love to listen to us. <laughs> Lots of emails from the Muslims. <laughs> yeah. and, and, again, we're, we understand that you believe that Allah is one. It's uh, part of the app, part of the Islamic statement of faith. And, and Allah, of course, is the Arabic word for God. And we agree with you. There's no complaint, no argument. Uh, that's what the Jews believe, right? God, yep. Yahweh yep. is one, yep. Allah is one, yep. we believe God is one. But then again, here's the thing, he is these three persons, which I know doesn't work out math-wise, three doesn't equal one. But we don't monkey with a word. We I don't like that. That's going to be my theme that's from right. here on out. That's what he says. <laughs> one name, one God. Exactly. So we just take Jesus at his word. That, that's a pretty... Safe thing to do, right? Take God at his word. Take Jesus at his word. Whether it comes to his body and blood, present the Lord's Supper, whether it comes to this other mystery of the Trinity. And, and that's that's what it is, ultimately, is that mystery. It's beyond our comprehension. Uh, it's it's something that we just accept by, by faith, ultimately, that God-given faith. And so one name, but the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah.
Yeah. So the, these are name. I mean, these are this is God's name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is a name even th- that's placed on us. Then when we are baptized, the name of the Trinity. Yeah. So here's this one example. So again, this will be our gospel reading uh, as we look at that this Trinity Sunday, and just one way, one place where we see God at work and this name at work. Are there other places, Matt? You bet there are. Is John. that right? You asked again because you know again we don't monkey with the word. But then again, if it's just one passage, yeah, we we want more than that. We want more than one just one Bible verse. It certainly helps, doesn't so it? So there are more. Sure. Well, there there's a button. Did you want to talk about the one you'll be reading? Well, no, no. Or? I want to save that if I can for like the last five or six minutes because the one that we have in the one year lecture doesn't seem to teach the Trinity at all. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> and yet it's the text so we're going to have. One year theme you keep touting and bragging about no, no, well, even, what's I don't going know. on here. Well, well, anything is, whoa, okay. my microphone. Well, let's, uh, the other one, the sort of go-to passage, I guess, yeah. is Jesus' baptism. Oh, there so you go. So I think go. that's kind of interesting. When we look at the Trinity and the Gospels, the, the two texts we look at probably the most is at the very end of Jesus' ministry here on earth, before yeah. his ascension, yeah. but also the very beginning in, in many ways I, I, is not, baptism. Wow, bookends, bookends. Yeah. Again, yeah. that's a great thought. Yeah, very so, good. Yeah, so at the end he's saying, Father, and again, it's all in the context of baptism, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a really good point in the context of baptism. Now, our baptism in that name, and now Jesus' baptism. So let's let's just go ahead and stick in the Gospel of Matthew, since that's where we started, and let's look at Matthew well, you're, chapter you're, 3. You're doing that this year, right? You're in the year of Matthew. Yeah. Those who are in three-year lectionaries, you're going to be hearing a lot of Matthew coming up. All right, where would you like me uh, to start see, reading? Matthew 3, beginning with verse 13. So here's right. Jesus' baptism, and uh, we know right after this is then his temptation, but this, um, this is his baptism uh, immediately before that. All right. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he, that is John the Baptist, consented, and when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. All right, there we go. The Trinity again. The Trinity at work. God at work. All right. So uh, we'll just unpack this. Where do we see the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit? Uh, first, well, let's start with the easy one. Where do you see the Son? God the Son. Well, he's Jesus. Jesus, right? There he is. He's in the water. He's in the water. He's in the flesh. He's God incarnate. There he is standing there about 30 years old being baptized, right? Okay, so we've got Jesus, God the Son. Very good. How about God the, uh, the, the Father? Well, there you got the voice. Yeah, so we don't we don't yeah. see anything visibly, right? But we certainly hear this voice from heaven. And I mean, it's it's so clear. This is my beloved son, whom I'm, whom I love, with whom I'm well pleased. So here he is, that voice from heaven, the voice of the Father speaking of the Son. Yeah, God the Father. And, and you know what I think is neat is that's exactly how we interact with the Father too. We don't get to see the Father, right? We don't see yeah. him. Yeah, we hear him though. We've got his word. We have his voice. So so it's just kind of like it is for us, too. Um, and, and yet Jesus was visible when he was here, at least. Yeah. He took on flesh and blood. So, yeah, that was literally true. Yeah. And, and again, it all goes back to baptism, which is kind of yeah. the reason we can address him the same way as fathers, because we are baptized. And so we say our father who art in heaven, as we do in the Lord's Prayer. And, and like you pointed out, he's not, not visible with human eyes, but yet... By faith, we know that he's our father who dwells in heaven. 
And he, now he calls us his sons and daughters. Okay, very good. So the voice. So what about the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, we get he comes in a special form. Right. Uh, and, and I do think it says dove here. Yes. But we do need to point out that actually it's just the word for bird. So it could have been a I could have been a pigeon. <laughs> it kind of takes away some of the power of the imagery, but it could have been. It could have been a pigeon. Yeah. Perhaps a St. Louis Cardinal, perhaps? A St. Louis Cardinal. <laughs> perhaps so, right in the Jordan. I don't know. Do they have Cardinals over there? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Probably anyway, so there was a visible yes, sign. Yes, a bird, so a a bird came. Yeah. So this bird comes. So again, in a visible form, the Holy Spirit. So uh, now, of course, uh, the Holy Spirit doesn't always look like a bird, whether it's a dove or a cardinal or a <laughs> pigeon. Uh, but yet, in this instance, at Jesus' baptism, yeah, for... for uh, chooses to take the form of the bird. Uh, so yeah, here we go. Uh, there's a trinity again, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, all there at this key event in the life of Jesus, and the key event for us too, the baptism of our Lord. And there it is, yeah. Yeah, there's that whole doctrine of trinity. And and the thought just occurred to me, the fact that the Spirit does come in a form here that is, is visible, um, I may be stretching this a little bit, but but that kind of does go with the spirit because even though the spirit you know it, it can't be seen because that's the definition of a spirit right it's yeah, something yeah. without a body sure and yep. yet he he does like to work through things that you can see yeah uh, like in baptism water you can see that uh, as in the supper where he comes and brings Christ's body and blood to us there's bread and there's wine so it does kind of go along with the spirit's typical way of doing things that there is something visible when he does his stuff yes. even though you can't see him there is something because honest to god did you know it was the spirit when the pigeon came down no you didn't know what it's a pigeon but but the gospel inspired by the spirit knows that this was the spirit that ascended if a bird showed up in your church the day you were doing a baptism would you assume that was the holy spirit no no but you know it is because the bible says yes yeah Yeah, we don't monkey around with god's word (laughs) so yes no exactly exactly so because god says it's the spirit it's the spirit yeah so yeah that's a good point when we see different signs like that and things and wonders and you know a bird shows up at our sanctuary (laughs) that doesn't necessarily mean it's the holy spirit now we know god's present there when two or three gathered his name because he promises it yeah not because some bird flew in the window no that that's that's there's no promise attached to that that's just a a coincidence or because someone didn't close the window but i do like the fact that you gave us another another place where god says you can be sure that the spirit is present where there are two or three christians gather sure oh my goodness He's here, isn't he? He's right here. <laughs> oh, two, man. two Christians here in the oh, studio. Oh, oh, Lord, please forgive us the hot dog joke. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm feeling bad. <laughs> All right, you got another passage? Or you well, ready? I think there's, we could go on and okay. on. I mean, uh, uh, certainly the, the Old Testament reading for the Day of Trinity that we're using oh, yeah. is about creation, and we see the, the, the work of the, the whole Trinity creation. Nothing that comes to my mind is the Day of Pentecost. That's another biggie. We just celebrated that yep. uh, last, yep. you know, uh, last weekend, right? Uh, so we have that account where, again, the Holy Spirit is present sort of in a different form this time yep. with this yep. sound of a rushing wind and the flames, the tongues of fire. And then certainly in Peter's sermon then, he talks about the work of not just the Holy Spirit, but yeah. the work of the Son and his death. 
and then the work of the Father in raising Jesus to life. So even there in the day of Pentecost, again, we see the Trinity at work. I, I, but I, I, I love that insight, too. So, yeah, the Pentecost sermon, it's all about Jesus. Yeah. It's about the Father who raises him from the dead. And then, then he concludes by saying, well, now what you need to do is repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, again and again throughout the scriptures, I... I, I Again, the word Trinity is not there, granted. However, the work of the Trinity is there again and again and again and again and again. So the text that we have in the one-year lectionary, because that's what we're doing this year for the first time, the one-year lectionary, and what tickles me, and you're going to actually have it next year. It will be in the second year, the year, year B, the year of Luke. But it's John chapter 3. Okay. And what I love about this text is it's not like the text we've already had, where there is some clear discernment of Father and Son and Spirit. But what I love about well, let's just read it, and then I'll tell you what okay. I love about right. it. So just start reading, if you would, at uh, John chapter 3, verse 3. Uh, right. This is Nicodemus. This is the story of Nicodemus okay, coming so Nicodemus to Jesus. Comes at night to and Jesus. this is what Jesus says. Okay. Jesus answers him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes and from where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Now, Matt, I'm going to ask you to jump down, if you would, please, to verse 13. Okay. No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. Um, and, and and the reason I, I, of course, you know what the very next passage is. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the most famous. Yeah, yeah, read, read that too. Although it's interesting that in the text that we're assigned, it's not part of it. It, it ends with this being lifted up, and whoever uh, believes in him may have eternal life. But then, of course... Sure. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. But the reason I always thought this was a good passage for the Trinity Sunday is because you had mentioned before we got the formula, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yes. And we're still using the formula. For baptism, yes. But, but I think the thing you need to realize when you start doing the doctrine of the Trinity, it is not about it being a formula. Mm -hmm. It's not about like two plus two equals four. It's not just some abstract teaching that you are to memorize. But the whole doctrine of the Trinity is this is how you get saved. This is what salvation is all about. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and so, you know, maybe maybe we shouldn't be naming our churches Trinity. Maybe that's not such a good thing that all of our churches are named Trinity because maybe Trinity is a human word. It's an abstract word. And really what the Trinity is all about is that there's a God who's your father. And he loves you like a father. In fact, he loves you so much that his real son, because we're just adopted kids. We're, and, you know, usually adopted kids get the short end of the stick. Yeah. But no, no. he loves us. So he gave his real son, his only begotten son, to suffer and die for us, to be lifted up, as it says here in this text, so that we might be saved. And, and so that we might believe that, then the son gives us of his own spirit. Again, it's his spirit. You know, generally, you, you had brothers and sisters, didn't you? Well, not growing up, no. Oh, just, you were you're I, the only well, child yeah, like myself? Like you, I know. We got two, so two only childs here. We didn't have to share anything, uh, did we? 
<laughs> but they tell me when you got siblings, you're supposed to share. Oh, terrible. And as I see it, my grandchildren, they don't necessarily want to do that. But that's the beautiful thing of the Trinity. Yeah, Jesus did want to share his spirit with us. So anyway, that's my final thought. The doctrine of the Trinity is all about that God loves and God saves us. That's what the doctrine of the Trinity is about. So That's a beautiful thing. So not just some dusty old doctrine, but no, something that really applies to us today, and we see the work of God in our lives today. So that in the Trinity, we would believe and have eternal life. That's the whole plan and program. Well, thanks very much, Pastor Jolly John. And we'll hope to see everyone next week on Wrestling With The Basics.